and welcome to the conversation uh, where every week we get together and we uh, walk through uh, matters of our faith, of our religion, um, and then just topics that come up between us. I am Todd Brown and this is Rick Coop. Hello. Uh, and we get together and, and talk about these kind of things a lot, uh, but we invite you guys uh, every now and then. We do this about once a week. We'll hope you'll look for us once a week. If you get it, if you've enjoyed it, if you've watched before, click follow or subscribe. Uh, we'd love to have you be Absolutely. a part of the conversation every week. So this week we're talking about something uh, that can be pretty controversial. Uh, and I'm going to bet you a dollar we're going to talk about this. Wait a minute, Nazarene Pastor, you're going to bet you a dollar. But anyway, I would wager. Uh, we'll talk about this a whole lot more as we go along because we can't possibly cover the topic. Mm -hmm. Of sin, yeah. Uh, in in a one hour conversation, um, there's just absolutely no way we can cover right, all the right. nuances of the concept of sin um, in a one hour conversation. But we're going to do our best. Yeah, we'll we'll just be kind of scratching the surface, but um, a basic idea. The basic idea. Yeah. The idea of sin itself. What mm -hmm. on earth? And somebody says, "Well, that's just sin." Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or you're a dirty, rotten sinner. Yeah. Uh, which I hope none of us ever this say. This cake is sinful. This, well, this cake is sinful. Yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. But, boy, that's a good way to start. So when you say, yeah. when, there's so many ways of thinking of it, but when you say sin, what are you talking about? Um, I, man, I don't know. I can put it in one sentence or one seems frame. simple doesn't it yeah but, but it's, it's not, not. It, no Be, I, I, some people talk about sin as missing the mark and that's definitely mm -hmm. one of the definitions of it um, but the Bible uses the word sin uh, in the original text or, or if you look at it in in the Greek or gosh okay so I'm just gonna Talk about Go what I've got, and then because man, you asked me a question that just kind of like made me go like, I don't know how yeah. to do that. Wait a minute, we're supposed yeah. to talk about this, but but um, it's, it's but basically so layered. Yeah, basically it, it's like broken, broken into pieces, um, something that can be blemished, mm -hmm. uh, something that is marked. Uh, it's missing the mark. Uh, one of the definitions of sin that I like is. Wandering from the path, okay. uh, which is, uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to really pronounce this word, but hamartano, hamartano, mm -hmm. um, other words that the Bible uses to, in reference to sin, is crookedness, rebelling, trespassing, uh, trespassing is used like 30 times in the scripture, um, a debt, desolation, drunken swerving, oppression, uh, lack of reverence or respect, lawlessness, injustice, um, bound to punishment. There's, if, if you use the word sin, it can mean, depending on the context that it's used, uh, but one of the, the ones I like the best really is broken into pieces. Mm -hmm. um, does it mean unrepairable? Mm -hmm. But it does mean, in, in this situation, broken um, a harsher term that I found was unusable. Okay. Uh, so when we talk about sin, 
Uh, if you're in sin, then you're basically unusable. Okay. Unusable, yeah. Unusable wow. to who? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a harsh one. It really was. Um, uh, when it talks about no longer perfect, no longer being able to be used, uh, that's, that's deep. Well, okay, but that kind of goes to a comment that Jesus makes at one point, or not Jesus makes, that the writer of Hebrews makes at one point, when what he says about what Jesus did for us yeah. in dying for us for our sin um, and giving us a path for forgiveness of sin, he mm -hmm. says, for he has, with one sacrifice, he has made whole, he has made perfect those who are being made holy. Yeah. So the usefulness concept is a is an interesting mm -hmm. that's a whole another hour yeah. or four Absolutely. talking about this concept yes. of perfection and what we are striving for yeah yeah so when I look at sin and I'm trying to define what sin is there's the there's this strict hard concept of sin mm -hmm. that talks that is any um, any transgression against God, mm -hmm. anything that is against the perfect plan. Mm -hmm. So um, I heard somebody one time talking to, um, I'm just going to say it. Uh, he was talking to, um, it's a very, 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 very super learned man, philosopher, talking about this idea of um, homosexual marriage. And he was talking to the guy, the interviewer was a homosexual man uh, mm -hmm. who had a husband and had a, a, a child and and they loved them, and, and mm -hmm. so his point was, and both of them seem to agree, the concept is not to say that uh, that one is not, that you can't do that. The concept is we are all striving towards the, uh, the, uh, the model, and the model is a man and a woman married and make babies, mm -hmm. okay? So now everything else from that is a variation. Sin is to break from, in a strict sense, sin is to break from the central plan of God, to do something other than what God's yeah. plan is. I, I like that. that yeah. it, it, um, that's easier said than... Well, and it's... But that, but I, did you see how much I had to explain yeah. to get where I was talking about? Yeah. So sin is to break from the original model, yes. the, the perfect model of what should be, okay, mm -hmm. so, by that definition. So, so can we say that with the original sin, the original sin yeah. back in the garden, mm -hmm. um, they moved away from what the model of what God wanted. That, Therefore, boy, I'm going to bring this word in again. Um, they became unusable. In a way, they could broken. not. They could no longer walk that path. They, yeah. they, they broke the model to broke move to forward. Pieces. Yeah. The, there's the thing that God had in mind, mm -hmm. and then we can't. We, we can't do that. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> and that, so, that path is no longer available. Mm -hmm. So, so when the Scripture uses the term sin uh, to wander from the path, mm -hmm. that's more in they line. They wandered from the path. Yeah, that's but, more in line with. And so. I think we have there's a there's a concept of that 
uh, of that sin, of the mm-hmm. sin in the garden, the the original sin. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a concept of the uh, of sin being of original sin being was funny. Original sin. People think original sin is sex. Yeah. Say, oh, they committed original sin together. You go, dude. That ain't even. No. Right. That's yeah. not original sin. Yeah. In fact, God tells them, uh, "Be fruitful and multiply." Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't but one way to do it. That's right. It's a pretty easy chemistry yeah. set, and, yeah. <laughs> and that's the one, <laughs> right? So that is not original sin. The original sin is like you say, they broke the path. Yeah. They, they, they took control. They took tried to take control back from God. Yeah. And that's what Satan sells them. You know, I think I think in the first few minutes we've already determined that this is not going to be. It ain't easy. An easy topic. It isn't easy. It, no. it, it is easy. Here's the weird thing, though. Okay. It is easy, but humans, as humans, we keep trying to make it complicated. Oh, yeah, yeah. We keep trying yeah. to, God had a plan, has a path, and he wants us to follow that path. And I yeah. love that you brought that, they broke the path. Yeah. God has a path, and he wants us to follow that path. This is the way mm-hmm. that will lead to life, literally quoting scripture. Mm-hmm. And this is the way that will lead to life. Yeah. Here's follow the, this way. Right, right. Um, and you'll be good. But we're always like, yeah, but you know, I heard there's yeah. a shortcut. Yeah. And my buddy told me if you turn at the barn and you go and we and, and it's like, yeah, dude, you can turn at the barn but if you want to. Man, but there's a dragon that lives over there. Isn't isn't that the the uh, crux of the matter? Absolutely, is the complete yeah. and total matter. That's why I yeah. say. It's we we want to make we it complicated. We want to make a different path. <laughs> we want to do it just a little. We have a better way. We are, yeah, right. And that's that's where it gets us. And, and we're starting to we're, we're defining it now with what we've said. Um, and I think we're kind of getting to a point where we can say that. Okay, so here's what we're. We're, we're the path we're going to with this particular discussion mm-hmm. on sin. Uh, uh, the path's broken. The the, the ideal model um, has been broken in pieces, and now we got to wonder a different one. But how absurd for us to think that we. On the third rock from the sun, in the middle of an infinite universe, only understandable by the creator of that universe, mm-hmm. could destroy his plan. Yeah. He just keeps adjusting. Yeah, but it's then, like he's dad at the house, and he's just going to keep adjusting. For me, it, that gets into, you and I have discussed this long ago. This is a couple years back, uh, before we even started doing the conversation. Um Remember when I told you that I have this thing in my mind, that this is what does it for me, about God's sovereign predestination. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sold out on predestination and everything, but I do think that there's a, a plan of God yeah. that we can either be a part of or, or apart from. I like that. That's ab- yeah, I, I, absolutely, man. I like that. We can be a part of or apart from. Or apart from. <laughs> you want to play? Yeah. Or not? You're right. Right. You can. You can be in the game. You can watch the game. 
Or you can say, I don't want anything to do with the game. And if you're in the game, then you're a part of that sovereign, that, that plan. Yeah. Quick commercial for a book. Not a fan. There's a book called Not a Fan. Oh, yeah? That... That's that's the concept. Is yeah. This pastor talks about this concept of being at the game and watching yeah. a football game or being on the field. Yeah. Yeah. And being a part of it's it. a whole different thing. You know? There's yeah. a lot of people who come to church every Sunday and they are a fan. They're here for the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. They're here for the entertainment yeah. and maybe the a, a fun tra- a turn of words that the pastor yeah. has to say. But are you in the game? Are you in the game? Yeah. Are so you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about sin, and we have, have we vary from the path. It makes me think of. Uh, I mean, the Nazarene Church is is a is is what's called a Wesleyan Arminian Church, which mm-hmm. means the Nazarene Church. Uh, a lot of the theology that comes in this from this church, a lot of the the way that we follow the path is. Um, through a, th- uh, a theologian pastor named John Wesley mm-hmm. um, and through uh, the theology and the teaching of a man named Arminius, uh, Jacobus Arminius. Anyway. So we listened to Wesley a lot. But Wesley had an interesting definition of sin and that definition of sin was a transgression against God or a later it it, it, it when we talk about sin of impact, something that you're you're gonna you're gonna be accountable for is a willful transgression against God. Mm-hmm. So when I hear the term willful transgression, like I'm learning and I'm going through learning theology, and I hear people talk about Wesley's definition of sin as a willful transgression yeah, against like God. Yeah. Okay. But then I think to myself, and then I'm reading the Old Testament and I'm going through, and the willful part doesn't seem to matter to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you do the dirty or did you not? Did you do something wrong or did you not? Did you um, did did you break the law or did you not? And a good example of that in Leviticus, there's there actually is a piece of scripture in Leviticus five seventeen. It says, "If anyone sins and uh, does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands." You break the law in any way. Mm-hmm. Even though they do not know it, they, they are guilty and will be held responsible. Mm-hmm. Huh? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So in other words, ignorance <laughs> ignorance is not uh, Bliss. <laughs> ignorance is not justification under the yeah, law. Right. Uh, ignorance does not save you mm-hmm. under the law. In this time. So what's Leviticus? Leviticus mm-hmm. is uh, Genesis, Exodus is the story. Deuteronomy is the continuation of the story, but we start to get mm-hmm. into the law mm-hmm. in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, Leviticus, Numbers, mucho de law there. Um, when you get to Leviticus, uh, I heard of a pastor who preached for his first two years at a church. First year, don't exaggerate. For the first year. At his church, only from Leviticus. Nothing but Leviticus. Nothing but Leviticus, baby. Wow. Woo! But anyway, it's a bunch of law. Yeah. Um, and you're a Christian preacher, you're preaching. But mm-hmm. My point is, it is different, Old Testament, New Testament. But 
you're accountable. So here's an interesting way of looking at it. If I broke the law of God, the law of God wasn't because he just liked making you jump around like a bunch of puppets. It was because, hey, dude, this is the way that leads mm -hmm. to life. If you mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. things, and in fact, the Jewish, the Jewish people referred to the Torah as the way. Mm -hmm. This is the way that leads to life. Do these things and you will live. So you're going you're gonna to find impact or punishment any way you go. If you don't follow the way of life, you will follow death. Um, so it's interesting to me that I found this guy, you know, this guy who didn't know he did anything wrong, mm -hmm. and then they find out about it, and he will be held responsible. What you've done may cause impact to the tribe. What you've done may cause impact to mm -hmm. the people around you, and you will be, there will be, you will be held responsible. Interesting. Pretty light sentence for this one. Mm -hmm. If you go look, look that up, yeah. You'll find that it's pretty, it's pretty light, hmm. but we're not going to let it skate. We're going right. to, we're going to, you're going to know that there's something that you did. So that progresses from a Wesleyan perspective to New Testament, where he gets to mm -hmm. a willful transgression against mm -hmm. God. Um, so, what, but Wesley's bringing in the point of grace, grace, yeah. and Jesus, mm -hmm. and. The law has been fulfilled, mm -hmm. and now we're progressing. We're moving forward mm -hmm. in it, in in the matured way. Right. And I, I hate it when people say it's different because it. Well, people will say, "Well, Old Testament God and New Testament God are different." I know. Uh, no, yeah, we're no. different. Right. God. Right. God mature. We reached a point of maturity as a people. Mm -hmm. God doesn't think of us. Um, how He deals with us, He doesn't think of us as uh, just an. He does right. think of you as an individual, but he also knows us as a people. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were mature enough at that point to deal with things differently. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to bring in another definition that I, I found, and I really kind of like it. This comes from a place called peacewithgod.net. Yeah. But it says, um, sin is a spiritual virus that infects every part of our lives. And I... I kind of like that, yeah, because it's true. When you know how they used to say that, like, if you tell a lie, then you end up having to tell another lie to cover mm -hmm. that lie, and another you're lie. You don't have to, to remember anything lie. if you never lie, right? They say, yeah. Um, and I and I could see that that sin is that virus that uh, just begins to infect everything in our life, no matter what that sin might be. Um, you're always trying to cover it, the sin. You're always trying to hide it. You're always trying to um, make it uh, better or less than it seems, you know, than it might have been. And uh, I, I can see that. And I look at myself a lot uh, when we have these kind of discussions, and I think, yeah, there's been times when that sin, uh, to coin another phrase, has been a slippery slope. And it just continues to cause you to go down further and further and further, like a virus. Well, it's a it's a it's a festering virus. It's yeah. A, it's it's an infection that yeah. you've been infected. Me, a computer geek, I keep thinking yeah. you've been infected. Mm -hmm. um, we work with. I work with companies and governments and schools and places who deal with computers and having computer viruses. And 
the one of the tools that gets used, and I'm going to I'll, I'll, I'll compare people who create computer viruses and ransomware mm-hmm. to Satan. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. One of the tools that they use is that one of the ways that you get these viruses and these this ransomware is by doing something that you shouldn't be doing. You broke the path. Mm-hmm. You're doing something that you shouldn't be doing on your computer or in your world. And so you've gotten infected with this thing. And you keep saying, it's not it's not a virus. It can't be a virus. I'm not worried about it. It can't be a virus. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not, because what you did that got the virus is probably something you're embarrassed about doing that you shouldn't have done anyway. Mm-hmm. And it can be, it can range from horrible, horrible to minor, but you don't want to tell anybody because it's your work. Mm-hmm. And if you tell them that you did the thing, then you might not be able to. So you could compare that to, I don't want to tell, I don't want to tell her because she's my wife. I don't want to tell them because they're my schoolmates. I don't want mm-hmm. to tell them because they're my buddies. You did something, and now the virus is in is inside, and it's mm-hmm. where it is, and it's allowed to fester because of your shame. Mm-hmm. And it keeps moving. Of course, so sin is very, very comparable to that to that concept. Uh, one of the ways <clears throat> there are companies that go and do what's called pen testing or penetration testing, yeah, to see if your company is secure. Okay. One of the most ornery but genius ones that I've ever heard of was remember thumb drives? Mm-hmm. You put them in, and now it's got a little. Bit, you know, somebody can give you a thumb drive, and it's got the file that. Yeah. Well, there are companies that say you're not supposed to use those drives because they can have viruses and so on. So what this this company was doing was they would take thumb drives and put spring break pictures on the thumb drive yeah. with a little label and just drop them in the parking lot. Really? Yeah. And then when the virus would... <laughs> would phone them. So yeah. you put the thumb drive in and it would install a piece of software on the computer without even asking. And then it would phone home and tell them, we're on Johnny Joe's computer and he Man, he put the, this in at 8 a.m. The, the analogy, how that brings it up. But Johnny isn't doesn't that just, isn't that just like, I, I like what you said a minute ago about you're going to compare to the devil. Yeah. I, you know, I never thought about that, but he, dude. It's that, it's you're saying, uh, to me, thinking of sin as a virus that infects yeah. us is so comparable because we don't want to talk about it. Why does somebody die of syphilis? It's a sexually transmitted yeah. disease. They don't want to admit that they were in a place having casual sex with a bunch of people and going through all, they don't want to yeah. go through all of that let alone go back and tell other people they had sex with, I had syphilis, or I had AIDS, or I had whatever. It's, it, it, that virus infects us, and, and Satan uses shame. Yeah. Satan uses your freedom to do whatever you want to do. I mean, what, did he tell, what did he tell Eve? He didn't yeah. tell her God's stupid and wrong. Right. He yeah. told her no. Yeah. He doesn't want you to. You'll be fine. You're free to. You are a free agent, baby. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. And he just don't want you to do it because he's keeping this great power from you. 
But, uh, but I'm I like free to the, have sex with whoever I want to. I like the, this whole thing about the thumb drive with yeah. just simply spring break pictures on it. Because it, it picks at our curiosity. Oh, so I wonder... It can go anywhere from I wonder where they went to I wonder what might be on this. Oh, yeah. And it's These just, a, it's just enough that it picks at it. And then, so you do it. And it... Wow, isn't that kind of like exactly what Satan... Just enough to pick at it. Satan gives you... Uh, the, Satan comes at us, and this is maybe a whole other topic, but yeah. Satan doesn't come at us with a, a completely implausible lie. He comes, mm-hmm. he knows your weakness, and he yeah. comes at you with a little bit of truth. A little bit of truth. Make a plausible. That has a nasty... Yep load inside of it and that's what's happening with these viruses when you go there was a study done that of porn sites Mm -hmm. something like 75% of the time someone attaches to a porn site it leaves a virus on their system good or a virus or a piece of malware or um, or something to infect their computer cookies or whatever that Mm -hmm. will infect their computer in some way 75% of the time uh, when someone does that. So, but the lie is, what are the, what are the lies that make us sin, right? The the lies that make us sin are, um, I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah. Satan says, you're not going to die. Yeah. I'm not hurting anybody. I, you deserve this. This will make you better. You deserve this. Yeah. This will make you better. Yeah. Um, I, I I know that I know that 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 other people can't meet this need, so I'm yeah. going to meet it myself. I'm going to take care of myself in this way. Um, and so these are the things. These yeah. are the viruses that infect us. Yeah. I think go. that's a good description yeah. of it. Yeah. I really do. The difference becomes combining that with what Wesley said, a willful transgression against God. The difference becomes when you know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know it's wrong. And you do it anyway. Well, that Billy Graham says that a sin is any thought mm-hmm. or action mm-hmm. that falls short of God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, God is perfect, and anything that we do that falls short of His perfect perfection is sin. Yeah. And I so for me that ties up the willfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it kind of sums them both up a little bit. Any thought or action that falls short of God's will, if it fall if it falls short of His perfection, it's sin. Going back to the wandering path thing, going back to the virus that infects our brain, you know, and causes an action uh, with us. Yeah, I like that. For me, that sums that up pretty well. So, progressing that, kind of taking what Wesley's, taking what Billy Graham says, and then progressing that through Mm -hmm. Wesley's thought on sin. Um, And he. He really, really got down into this thing. And the reason that he did is because he's one of the first to 
conjecture that humans can live a, a perfect and Christian perfection. Okay. You better explain that. So Christian perfection meaning that we can live a life uh, staying in the path, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. um, we can live a life. Um, we can we can live a life in a sinless. We can live a sinless life. In so this is where I need to explain what I was just about to say, and that is, Billy Graham talks about thought and deed. Mm -hmm. So what you think about, what you do. Wesley begins to break down because he got pushback hard and he's like humans can live a sinless life yeah I, I, would, I would think so yeah. where he came from he's he's right in that same time frame when when Calvin has said humans are completely corrupt mm -hmm. completely corrupt yeah and they and, 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 and there's no nothing that they can there's do there's nothing they can do that is right yeah. um he John Calvin has said so John Calvin um la, 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 um why will his name not come to me? The priest who started Protestantism, John Luther, Martin, Martin Luther. Luther. <laughs> Martin Luther was just like, just whatever, dude. Yeah. You cannot possibly do anything right. There's nothing you can do yeah. that is good. Nothing. Okay. And I get some of that. But but in the midst of that, we have John Wesley who says a, a human can live a sinless life. Mm -hmm. So he got a little pushback. Which is opposed to what Luther was saying. Right. Yeah. So he got a lot of pushback. <laughs> People were like, mm -hmm. no, dude, that ain't the way the world works. Mm -hmm. So anyway. So what you said about Billy Graham saying that humans, uh, the people sin both in thought and deed brings to mind, Wesley thought, as he nuanced this thing, he started talking about inward sin mm -hmm. and outward sin. Mm -hmm. Okay, So inward sin is a thought mm -hmm. what you're thinking of, of how you're, you know, and, and that can be the virus. Right? Sure. Start. Outward sin though is when you break past thought and you start doing things with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um Having a thought is something that you can you can take to God. What are you going to do with that thought? Is my is the question he starts dealing with. What are you doing with that thought? Mm -hmm. So that went through your head, right? So you saw that good-looking person, and maybe they were scantily clad, uh, didn't have much clothes on, um, and and you weren't expecting. You didn't go looking for that, but mm -hmm. there it is. And then your brain goes on a field yep. trip. Right. Yep. So now, what are we going to do with that? You, you're sitting in your car, and you notice that the Brinks truck is at the uh, grocery store, and you notice that it happens to be 11 a.m., and you notice that there's two guards, and you notice that that's the third time you've seen that at 11 a.m. at that mm -hmm. grocery store with two guards, and your head starts playing out, what if I did blah, 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 and I had the money, and off we go. And you've got so the question is: Is that sin? Yeah, mm -hmm. that your brain started playing it out is the is the beginning. The question is now, from Wesley's perspective, is what do you, what do, you do with, with that? Yeah. What is a Christian yeah. 
in because if you say that is sin in the Leviticus sense, hey, you broke from the path. Yeah. Then the, right, there's no such thing as a sinless life. There's just no such thing. But the question is, what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. If what you do with that is you pray about it and you talk to your buddy who you who you talk to about what about what goes on in your life mm -hmm. and you guys and he prays for you and you work together and you walk it out right, yeah that's a whole different deal yeah now we're living in a christian perspective we're living a christian someone who is sold out to jesus christ someone who's sold out and, and and believes that the path is the thing that leads to life mm -hmm. that's the best you can do and 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 praise God that was there, and 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 it becomes a, it becomes a God moment instead of becoming, a sin. Sure. If on the other hand, <laughs> you take that thing out, yeah, and you pet it and you feed it, and you make sure you're at the grocery store next week at 11 a.m. on Thursday, and then right. you start making a, a, a book and writing down what you notice exactly and you start playing that out the action now now that becomes outward sin You're right and in wesley's perspective when outward sin starts bursting through you're threatening your salvation you are mm -hmm. threatening your relationship with christ yeah you are this is where you're starting to this becomes sin at a different level this is a different thing which Exactly where I was going to go next. Is sin the same for everyone? Um, I, I have a thing. Sin is sin is sin, but not all sin is equal. Kind of what you're saying. Well, those are two, two different things. Two, right. Is sin the same for you and me? Yeah. Is one thing. Yeah. Is all sin equal is another thing. Right. Um there, there's, but some of it comes back to that willfulness, for sure. Well, I, I the think outward expression, right? I think that there, there's some breakdown into about whether sin is equal. This is Rick speaking here, okay? Psalm fifty-one four talks about I have sinned against you and against you and only. Against you. A sin against the Lord, the Lord God, King of the universe. To me, to me, is different than like what you might find in Matthew eighteen fifteen, where I've sinned against a brother. Okay. Um, I, I see a difference here between sinning against the God of the universe, King of all things, and sinning against a brother. But David's perspective when he says, I sinned against you and against you only, Lord, essentially is saying the sin against a brother is really only a sin against God. Yeah, true. That's where I have some difficulty with it. Mm -hmm. um, that's where, you know, because if you sin against a brother who is created in the image of God, yeah. Then you're 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 sinning sinning against God anyway. Right. If you um, punch my kid, yeah, yeah, you hurt my kid. Yeah, and my kid's upset because you you hurt my kid. Yeah, but you hurt me. Right. And now we're gonna roll. There are some who would say 
if someone sins by committing a murder, it has a much deeper and damaging effect than someone who sins by stealing a candy bar at yeah. a convenience yeah. store. Yeah. Um, both are in defiance of God's teaching, but does stealing carry the same weight as murder? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of throwing that up for... Is, is that an equal... Are those equal sins? This is a good point for you to make your comments. <laughs> yes. Here's a question. Yeah. Is Here's, a sin a sin a sin? Is um, a sin a sin a sin? Is the thought about stealing yeah. from the guys in the brink truck as bad as killing somebody? And yeah. Jesus says, if you call your brother stupid yes. head, which is the literal translation of if you call your brother Raka, if you call your brother stupid head, you might as well have killed him. Yeah. If you lusted after your neighbor's wife, Same you might as, as well have had sex with her. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to argue with Jesus. Right. So let's make sure we get that straight. I'm not arguing with him. But you planted the virus is what he's saying. Yeah. When you called your brother stupid head, you began to make him subhuman. One of the first things we do to people that we want to sin against is we make them subhuman. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when people... When we had, when when folks in the United States had slaves, in and, and the the first thing they had to do, the, one of the first things they start doing with them is make them subhuman. Mm-hmm. That's not a human. That's an N word. Yep. yep. And and even though I would have been using it historically correctly, I know people get their feelings hurt. Even if you, use, that's a, that's a a nasty old N word. And they began to make them subhuman. So why is the N-word so bad? It's because, uh, to folks, is because that's what it's doing. Is You're, you're yeah. saying you are not a person. Yep. You you are now subhuman. Right. Um, when we want to steal from the guy, when we want to steal from the people on the Brinks truck, we're, that's not people we're stealing from. Right. We're stealing from that mean old corporation. Right. So one of the first things we do is like, like what you're saying is, First thing we're doing is making them not deserving of grace, not right. deserving of love. They're let's, subhuman. Let's go back to the, the slave thing. You know, there are areas in this country where it was not thought of as slavery being a bad thing. Oh, yeah. But just because that was the norm of the area... Uh, this is going back doesn't to what mean it was, wasn't sin. Yeah. Doesn't mean it wasn't. This is going back to what you read in the Old Testament yeah. with the guy. Uh, you know, just because grandpa if you had slaves. Yeah, they're part of what we do to get our job done. Right. Just because you don't know doesn't mean that it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I see that very very strongly with the the whole um, slavery thing, and as well as other things that have happened uh, here when when. Pick up the Christians here for a minute. When the Christian missionaries went to Hawaii and saw the the women who were not wearing tops, they were just you know, yep, um, with their puritist attitudes, and to make a person do certain things that 
wasn't real. You know, that, there, there was nothing wrong with the, the human body as far as they were concerned. Yeah. Um, it can be an opposite thing. That's the point I'm getting at. It can be quite opposite to you can make something a sin and that doesn't, you know, didn't have any meaning to the person before. And it, and it wasn't sinful mm-hmm. uh, for them to be there. So I think... I think it's quite possible to not know about a sin, and I also think it's quite possible to just because you don't like it, you've made it. You you're calling it sinful. You're calling it wrong. So to the sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. Yeah. Is murder worse than the guy who's sitting and thinking about the Brinks truck? Mm-hmm. And then puts it down. The action versus later. the thought. Yeah. Is is murder worse mm-hmm. than the thought? Jesus, I think, says that it's the same. You've done it if you think about it. If you think because about it, you've done it. it the, it's the concept of what do you do with that thought? Mm-hmm. Where do you put that? What's happened to your heart that you thought that? Mm-hmm. And that's some of what Wesley gets into when he starts talking about inward sin versus outward sin inward sin becoming outward sin the question is what do we do with that mm-hmm. if if you are a if you are a, a human being and then we get back to original sin corrupt we are we are a corrupted being because we and then, wow I'm about to get I'm about to wax way deep but here it comes to call us a corrupted being is something we have to be careful about mm-hmm. because we are a creation of God. He made us and he ain't surprised about what's going on. But I want you to think of it like, I, w- I want to think of it when I think of it, I think of it like the parent of a gifted child. You have to know that that gifted child is very often going to think they know better than you. Mm -hmm. And the older they get and the smarter they get, the more they're going to think they know better than you. And if you're blessed enough to be a gifted parent, (laughs) they may not know better than you. Mm -hmm. But um, you're not surprised that that happens. Mm -hmm. And as they evolve over time, they're going to learn that what you told them is true. That will hurt them. They will have a problem if they do that. All right? That's sin. They didn't, they think they're smarter than you, then they moved on. But did you expect it? Yes, you did. You have gifted children. You Mm -hmm. made man in your image, Mm -hmm. male and female. You have made them. And they are in your image. They are in your image. So they are. What does that mean? They are. That means they are creative. Mm-hmm. That means they are more industrious. They are going to build and move and and manipulate. You gave them the planet and said, "Subdue it." Mm-hmm. And they're going to make mistakes. They're going to do it wrong. When you told them don't mm-hmm. do it because they're in your image. You are the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing we got is that. I mean, I don't know that God has ten fingers and ten toes. I don't know that. 
But I know when he talks about image that we are in, we are those, we are those creative, yeah. intelligent, thinking about thinking about thinking people. So I don't think he's surprised. No, I don't either. The question is, when your gifted child finds something that they think they can subdue the world with, do they bring it to you or do they hide it? Mm-hmm. And they're going to do both. And that doesn't surprise you. You know that. Yeah. The question then is, as they mature, things are going to move forward. So, is as, a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin to me says, um, when we grow, as we mature, that may change. Right. Two things. Yeah. With that. We're both parents. Yep. Did you expect your children, your son and daughter, to never do anything wrong? No. I didn't either. I came with this. The with came with my the three girls, I did not expect them to do. I, I knew that there were going to be problems and mistakes and wrong choices. Emergency and, room visits. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so we dealt with that yeah. at the time that it happened. But you didn't stop loving and, them. No. And then we moved on. Yes. You know. Next. So that is one of the things... It's going to lead me into this, this the second thing here. Paul deals with this because he's he's grown and matured the to a point. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's grown and matured to a point in his his walk, his faith journey, to where he can say he can say, "Hey, you know, I I I, I still do what I don't want to do." Yep. And. The things that I want to do, I don't do. And the things that I don't want to do, I do. That I do. And 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 I, I have to understand and, and agree that it's, it's no longer because of the grace of Jesus Christ, the mercy, the death paid on the cross, the him taking my sins upon himself, mm-hmm. Who's going to save me from this wretched body of death? I love it when in, in the translations that you wretched. Who's, who will save me from this wretched body of death? This this stink yeah. that's on me. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ. Because if I do what I don't want to do, I agree that the law is good and it's no longer sin at work within me. Which I think is another connection to what Wesley's trying to say to us. Mm-hmm. In that we may have these thoughts, but what do we do with those thoughts? It's not that we, it's not that we aren't we will never we will never cease to be God's gifted children. Exactly. We will always be thinking of a new way. We are who of, we are. Of a different way of subduing this, of a different way of twisting that and turning yeah. that. We'll create microchips. We'll create mm-hmm. um, ways of growing food in a building. We'll create ways of making rain. All this stuff. But in order to be able to do those things, in order to be able to be God's creative mm-hmm. magnum opus of a cre- creation, it's going to be some orniness that comes out of that. There's yeah. going to be some wrong paths. Yeah. We're going to break the path. 
we're going to pick up the thumb drive that says spring break. Spring break pictures. Yeah. Because we wanted to see the palm trees. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah. We're sure. I'm sure. It was only the palm look trees at it for the that stories. That we wanted to see. Only look at it for the stories. So that's that's, that's an old thing that yes, maybe absolutely. some generations the, won't. <laughs> um. I don't is even know. sin the same for me and you? Mm -hmm. Is the other thing that you talked about this idea that is sin the same for me and you? Yeah. And again, it comes back to we're dealing with an Old Testament trans definition of sin. Yeah. Or are we talking about a Wesley willful? more progressive Christian view of sin, a willful transgression against God. And I would argue that there are things that are a sin for me that Absolutely. are not a sin for you. Absolutely. And things that are because God has dealt with you on that thing. Are you referring to Romans? Is that where you're going? Um, I, Roman, Romans 14. Right. Right. Verses 13 through mm -hmm. 23. And, and again, goes back to the meat, the drink right. thing. I can do anything. I'm afraid yeah. to do anything. I, I can do it. And th now, this has to do... That's not what I'm referring to, but go. Well, this has to do with meat yep. that may or may not have been sacrificed and meat that was provided where most of their by, meat came from. Yeah, provided. Almost all of their meat came from right. meat sacrificed at the temple. But, and I'm just going to read this. It was free. <laughs> I'm going to read the scripture. It's better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else if it might cause another believer to stumble. Uh, you may believe there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, but keep it between yourself and God. Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. But if you have doubts about whether you should or should not eat something, you're sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you're not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you're sinning. Yeah. Um, that's from that's a, a willful. Living. Man, that is so on. That is a yeah. willful transgression a against God. He's saying, yeah. if you know, if you if you in your heart are convicted that it's sin, it's yeah. sin. Have a nice day. Move on. Nothing to see here. But if the Holy Spirit, I know, I know a guy <clears throat> who used to have to deal with chewing tobacco. Yeah. And we had a conversation, and I, I said to him, has the Holy Spirit convicted you of this? Mm -hmm. Because I believe that if it's something that we're not supposed to do, that the Holy Spirit will definitely convict us of it. Yeah. But if the Holy Spirit has not convicted us of it, it may not be a sin for us. But it may be a sin for somebody that we're around. And it and may be a sin for you tomorrow. Yeah. But it isn't today. So but it isn't today. It's that willfulness yeah. that comes about. You may not be... I, I, people say, do you believe in evolution? I absolutely believe in evolution in more ways than people want me to. But I believe we, as an individual person, are still evolving. Mm -hmm. And that God is mature enough to understand that. I think you know, I'm just going to go ahead and give God the the, the the props and say I think he's mature enough to figure that out. And so when it's time, he'll deal with me. Mm -hmm. Like um, you've dealt with and spoken to and helped 
tons of addicted people dealing with heroin and meth and mm -hmm. um, a, a, a bunch of other funk that mm -hmm. they're dealing with that is destroying their life and their family's lives. Mm -hmm. How many of them did you say you got to quit smoking? Yeah. No. 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 We're you got to understand. God, if you understand that, mm -hmm. you think God don't understand that? Sure. So, dude, I, you, I had just brought my family back to church when we talked about my tobacco habit. Well, I wasn't going to say who the person was. If they don't, if they haven't heard me tell that story, they need to stick around for three more days. I'll tell it four more times. Um, they dealt with. I had just brought my family back to church. Mm -hmm. I had just returned after having been out away from the Lord for 20 years. This was not the time to concern yourself whether or not you were buying a can of snuff a day. Exactly. This is not the problem, young man. The problem is you strayed way off the path. I'm going to get you back to where you can see the path. Exactly. How about let's do that first? Yeah. You're back here. You can see the path. You're following it. You're still in the woods, but you're following the path. We're good. We'll get you back on the path here any day now. But right mm -hmm. now, God is, God is intelligent enough. You're not going to hurt his feelings. You're, mm -hmm. you're not going to, you're not going to make him destroy the world or whatever. You mm -hmm. think he don't understand. He understands. So, a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. If I today went and bought a bag, a, a, a can of chew, mm -hmm. would that be a sin? Yes, it would. Mm -hmm. Because God has dealt with me on that. Yeah. I, I, mean, I went to the exactly. altar and prayed to be healed of that. Yep. And I was healed of that. So I think for... This can apply to a thousand things. Absolutely. Um cussing mm -hmm. it's, has God convicted you of that has is that something that you're dealing with you know mm -hmm. it might not be a sin cussing is always a sin yeah from a Levitical perspective from an Old Testament way any veering from the path is sin we're going to agree with that mm-hmm I've got no gotcha. argument with that, gotcha. right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is God is going to mature you as He sees fit. Exactly. And I'm not going to get in your way, as Paul says in Romans. If, if there are people who, if there are people who see you eating meat sacrificed to idols and think that that makes you an idol worshiper, you need to stop. Yep. Because if you do that and it makes them into an idol worshiper because they say you're an idol worshiper then you have sinned. If you knew that's what was happening, mm -hmm. you have sinned and you mm -hmm. need to stop. I can have a glass of wine if I want to have a glass of wine, says somebody. There's nothing in here that says you can't have a glass of wine. Well, if you have a glass of wine at a cookout and your brother who's an alcoholic sees you having a glass of wine, he says, Christian boy can have a glass of wine. I'm, I can have a glass of wine. And, and then he has a glass of wine and then it buys a box of wine on the way yeah. home. And then three days later, he's sitting in a hotel room Family's left him. He's smoked, and he can't crawl up out of the hole. How good was that glass of wine? Brother? Exactly. Yep. How good was that glass of Don't wine? Don't be a stumbling block. Yeah. So it. Yeah, I, that's an interesting thought. So then, sin is situational as well. Yeah. Hmm. 
you're right. Yeah, sin is situational. Um, if I, um, I think of the woman who came and, and broke a glass or broke a jar of very expensive oil on Jesus and, and anointed him with it, and this jar was what she would have had held on to for her funeral. Mm -hmm. Very, very, like a year's worth of wages and the cost of that oil. And in the right situation, that was sin. She just wasted. And Judas jumps in there and makes sure we all know. Yeah. She just wasted a whole bunch of money. We could have fed some poor people with that. What is your deal? And Jesus says, what did that hold up? She's preparing me for death. Yes. And we, so situational. This is situational sin. Would that have been sin in the right situation? Absolutely. In that situation, was it a sin? It was not. Um, so, yeah. You can go to when David took his group of guys into the temple oh, yeah. and took the showbread. Yep. Um, that was that was forbidden, man. Mm -hmm. That was against the law. And, you know, the thing is, look, is it more important that we eat or is it more important that this bread, you know, gets left here? Well, and Jesus uses that example. Yeah. Because he healed someone on the Sabbath. Right. And, and what was more important? Yeah, that that person be healed or, or that, that we exactly observe the law. And that is, yeah. again, we go Old Testament view, New Testament yeah. view. Why is a New Testament view a willful transgression? Why is a New Testament view it's a situational question? Yeah. And it's because of the maturing of man and the maturing of that relationship with Christ. With, of man with, with yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to bring up something that a lot of people talk about, people have questions about, people aren't sure, people are afraid of. If you bring up this terminology for a lot of people, it it causes them to tremble. Okay, should I be ready here any second to hit the the dump button to bleep you out? <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready to bleep okay, you. Okay, you ready? <laughs> the unforgivable sin. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, there's uh, some people still have a question. What is the unforgivable sin? To blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Yes, to blaspheme. What is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Um, I see that as a denial of Jesus and the works that were done in and through Him, uh, including up to and including the death and resurrection on the cross and the grace and forgiveness mm -hmm. that um, to completely deny him and who he was uh, and saying he was not the son of God mm -hmm. uh, he did not do what people say he did and to carry that to the last moment of breath mm -hmm. to me that's that's where the unforgivable sin is. Yeah. Uh, it's a sin that once it once it's been there and there's been utter denial, then you've made your choice. Yeah. Um, what what do you see? So these are denomination builders. Mm -hmm. These puzzles. Right. 
Uh, and this goes back to the Wesley versus Calvin mm-hmm. versus Martin Luther versus um, Jacobus Arminius. Mm. This concept mm-hmm. that one can walk away from salvation. Mm-hmm. That they, you know we have, and you can, and, and if we we can get into a script testing war, sure. Uh, script texting is script texting is when you take a piece of scripture and you build an entire theology around it, mm-hmm. or five pieces of scripture and you build an entire theology over it, and you don't take the which whole, is why the whole you must book take in context. Whole, yes. All right, this is yeah. why we have to deal with the maturing of, of humanity by God when he and he decides the time and place mm-hmm. when we're ready to deal with atonement in the way that we dealt with it instead mm-hmm. of going and killing an animal which I would propose was never his idea but it's how we responded mm-hmm. and so he went okay you get that so I'm going to use that yeah that, that would be an interesting conversation the unforgivable sin in my in my opinion is just what you're saying but it goes back to this idea that you can walk away mm-hmm. from yourself so when Wesley talks about um, when Wesley talks about the sin as a whole, he talks about this idea of inward sin and outward sin. It's where he, it's a, that's his matured concept, of mm-hmm. it. and the matured concept of it is a a a person who is fully committed to his Christian faith, a person who is truly a Christian, walking in Christ, reaches a point where inward sin is brought to Christ mm-hmm. and your goal as a Christian your your greatest desire not goal goal is not even close to describing it makes mm-hmm. it sound like you get a checkbox mm-hmm. yeah. your greatest desire as a follower of Christ is to follow Christ mm-hmm. to bring everything to Christ yeah. and so he says we start dealing with inward sin and inward sin um, may break out into outward sin at some point. We might be, we might, we might be angry at someone, and that anger in us may mm-hmm. cause us to break out mm-hmm. in a rare event of punching somebody mm-hmm. um, because of a traffic confusion mm-hmm. that we went through. It may cause us to put our hand in the till at work and take a 20 home because we need it. That inward sin has festered long enough that we didn't bring it to Christ or bring it to a friend and deal with it, that Mm -hmm. it breaks out into outward sin. So as we talk through that, he says um, that that becomes habitual. It becomes something we do in habit. And then that breaks out into something that is... um, that is that starts being our desire. We start wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. That felt good. I punched that dude, and it, and he. I showed him, and it begins to feel good. It becomes a part of who we are. Or and then took it beca- that drink, or yeah, it becomes willful. That, yeah, it becomes willful, and we 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 lose track. We Satan convinces us that we surely won't die. Right, and we start walking back our salvation. We start walking back our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And then we get to a point where we as a people, we as a person. Go ahead and say that. And, and we as a people. And we as a people, we as a person, yeah. walk away sure. from what we had in Christ. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we get so absorbed in that what was inward sin that has now started, as Wesley says, it starts to break out in, 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 into habit and willfulness and what we desire to do. And that becomes our God. That's the mm-hmm. thing we begin to worship. Mm-hmm. And as a Christian, if you have, if you have a, a relationship with Christ that is healthy, that shouldn't have broken that. Sure. Should never have broken that far. He's not saying that things won't happen from the time to time where where your where a, a brief moment breaks out. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the question is what do you do with what that? What do you do with that and, moment? And I'll yeah. go back to Pastor Ron Gilbert over and over yeah. and over again. The, the sanctified person is not saying that their train will never come off the track. But the difference is the sanctified person when the train comes off the track is in a complete panic until that train is back mm-hmm. on the track. Mm-hmm. They know that they broke off the track and they want to be back on the track. That is, when we talk about being sanctified holy, when we talk about Jesus has it in one sacrifice made perfect, mm-hmm. the one who is being made holy, the question is, are we continuing down the progression of holiness towards towards the progression of Toward holiness per- yeah. in our Christian perfection? Or yeah. are we nursing, you know, I've said it. If there's yeah. one, ta- if there's a tattoo I would ever get, it is um, the Cherokee tattoo of the two wolves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and which the question is, feed? which one, which one will grow, yeah. Grandpa? Yeah. The one you feed. Yeah. Who am I feeding? Am, am I feeding my willfulness? Am I feeding my desire? Am I feeding my my control? Mm-hmm. I can eat that because then I'll be like God. Yeah. Did I make me God today, or did I make him God today? To me, that's how yeah. this progresses. Yeah. Um, we get you the the unforgivable sin is to have had grace, to know the mercy of God, mm-hmm. to know the love of Christ, and to give that up for the other thing. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the difference between me and maybe somebody who says that unforgivable sin thing is Jesus didn't say you could come back. Yeah. Prodigal. Because you could come. Yeah. He tells the story of somebody coming back. Mm-hmm. What's more unforgivable than telling your dad he's dead to you, taking all of his money and, and spending it on, literally yeah. says, on prostitutes and gambling. Yeah. So basically, he took all the money and went to Vegas and just yeah. got drunk yeah. and, and sexed up and yeah. gambled all the money away and everything's gone. Right. And then you come, there's nothing more like what we just talked about than that thing, right? Yeah. But if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, if you abandon it, I don't want to be at your meeting when, when you come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to the judgment, I don't want to be at your meeting. And, and see, for me, Todd, um, that point comes at the point of the, the, the human body, the death, the, the dies. Yeah. Because up until, until that point, I think you can always be a prodigal. Yep. Yeah. And, and and bring it back. Um, something else that you, you said, I think that that can happen on an individual basis uh, as far as making a decision to walk away. Yeah. I think it can happen in a commu- on a community or society's basis. I think it can happen on a national basis <laughs> that you decide that hey, we're so great and we're so wonderful. I'm so great, I'm so wonderful. This country's so great, this country's so wonderful. 
we don't need God anymore. Yeah. And nothing could be further from the truth. No. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, it's like you just opened like 14 other cans of worms. Sure. But yeah, that's what we're here is to yeah. is to, to discuss the worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and absolutely. which one are we fishing with today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's about as much of that as we can cover today. Sure. Um, we've got... We didn't even really scratch it. We've discussed that we have a lot to discuss. Yeah. But um, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, please jump in. Let us know what you think. Is is there any such thing as an unforgivable sin? Is um, what is your definition of sin? Is it possible to sin without knowing you sinned? It, um, so many things that yeah. uh, we'd love to hear from you guys about. Sure. And uh, we thank you guys for for being here. If you liked it, please hit that like button. Um, if you'd like to hear more, hit the follow or the subscribe button. We'd love for you to to join us and be a part of what we've got uh, going on here. And we thank you guys. Thank See you, you later. Bye.